Right, hello and welcome to the third podcast of Nearly Porto FM. So, as usual, we discuss about three topics and we also feature a beloved guest. So, Larice, you please introduce yourself to the audience. Okay, Um, I'm Larice, I'm French, Um, I'm 21. Mm -hmm. I'm doing um, a history master right now. And I was doing my third year in Leicester. That's where we met. Ah, and, yes. Uh, so last year, I did my year there before COVID fucks everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. And I'm um, and Alex is a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. <laughs> then merci beaucoup. Okay, Larice. We're going to start off the podcast. Obviously, we talk about three topics that uh, you have selected and also with with a little bit of help from me. So, obviously, (laughs) you've mentioned that um, you spent your third year um, abroad in Leicester. Can you explain to the audience how we met originally? Yes. So, how we've met. So, I did my year there. I did my third year in history, so I was finishing my degree and I decided to to do a year, a year abroad with the help of Erasmus. So I did it and um, I was, so I decided to go in Leicester. Um, that was my first choice actually. And I'm, my, that was my first and my only choice. Okay. So, and and they took me so they chose me i was very happy but i was worried a bit but yeah okay let's not talk about this but it's not related (laughs) but (laughs) but okay so i was in nixon court and um and the arrest the arrest was called nixon court Mm. I didn't expect to, to go there. To be honest, I was really disappointed to go there. Weren't <laughs> we all? Anyone yeah. that has lived in Nixon will know how much of a shithole it was at the very yeah, beginning. I think so. I think so. It's but really, go on. It's unique, yeah. So <laughs> because I was I was so late about like you, you know you need to do choices to to choose your rest before to yes yes properly like be re, like okay you get me so mm-hmm. i was so late and they they told me like oh like you're late so you can't do choices anymore i was like okay <laughs> so they they just automatically me, like, yeah, it will go to nixon court i was like uh really <laughs> really <laughs> i need to go good. there but no it was alright so yeah I was in the arrest and I think the first weekend I arrived with Matt because uh, like everybody was going in like everywhere in the rest like I don't know it was incredible like everybody was where in the kitchen of everybody like was, and you were, <laughs> you were in the kitchen so yes yes because, it yeah, was it was certainly a blur from when we met we don't exactly know when we met however we just know that we met at least within the first few days of freshers obviously drinking in his kitchen 
Yeah. And just drinking our lives away for the next <laughs> exactly. good, good solid seven months. <laughs> it's basically it was basically the fresher weeks, man. Like I think it's it's like that for everybody. Like it's just mm-hmm. a, a whole like it's a party, a two weeks party. Like it's crazy. Like never stops. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anyone will drink for any reason anywhere, and pff, it goes yeah. crazy. Obviously, going out every mm-hmm. day. Obviously, now uh, COVID kids now have to be stuck, and unfortunately, um, it just sucks. It really sucks to be a fresher at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Ah, uh, so anyway, um, just to the audience, uh, just to uh, clarify, just one thing. Obviously, Louise mentioned that he was um, an Erasmus student. For anyone that doesn't know what Erasmus is, it's oh, a really? year abroad program. It's a, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's a year abroad program uh, which yeah. you spend a year abroad European. anywhere in the European, anywhere in the European Union, funded. Uh, so you also get um, a. Do you get a grant? What? Is it a grant? Is it a grant bursary that you receive yeah, yeah. from Erasmus? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so you... like okay. about two thousand euros, two thousand, three thousand. Yeah, which is about two thousand, two thousand. Regardless, pounds, give or take. where are you going? Like, it can depend. So. Yeah, regardless, you could even do it in Romania if you wanted to, <laughs> if they even have <laughs> anything there. Yeah, they will give you but... way less <laughs> than if you go <laughs> in the UK. God damn. So yeah, um, in regards to Leicester, obviously you mentioned that Leicester was your first and only choice. Yeah. And it was it. When you did when you did come to Leicester uh, from Strasbourg, what was your first initial thoughts of Leicester when you came? Uh, to be honest, man, I thought it was a like a very criminal city. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I thought at the, at the, like the first day I I don't know like mm-hmm. but no 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 well, finally no of course no it's, it don't it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't criminal <laughs> Nah, like obviously in the in the centre, definitely not. But obviously, if you go, there are certain estates in Leicester quite which are not, quite yeah. bad. Like, like for example. Basically, because I live in a, in an estate where it's quite—I wouldn't say run down, but it's quite mm, not necessarily gang-ridden. But I don't know. It's just people have just told me that it's just a bad place to live in Leicester. Yeah, I'm living in it, and I'm fine. But to be fair, I do have a Domino's literally just two minutes away from me, so it's perfect anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I so yeah, tell me, it's a dangerous city. Mm. It's not. No, I, 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 I generally think it's a, a good, nice, safe city to live in. Honestly, yeah, to be that's honest, my... man, I always felt safe there. If I'm really mm-hmm. honest with myself, like I never felt like I was in danger or something. Mm-hmm. Literally, even even on nights out. Obviously, yeah. the thing is. 
when you have uh, Night Out and Leicester, you, you still didn't have that same train of thought. You still felt safe no matter where you went, even if it's after a night out or anything like that. There wasn't yeah. there wasn't too much crime whatsoever, to be honest, in Leicester, not from what we had, from except our experience in, at least. Except in, except in just some, like, just... I don't know how. To yeah, say. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I think it's the same. Uh, it's every every place is in the UK, so. Oh God, yeah. The worst is Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. I, can... I think worst is London. Uh, n- no, Birmingham. <laughs> that, that, well, in my opinion, at least. Man, yeah, London. genuinely, because think about it. Stabbing, London, though. obviously. Say again. Stabbing though. In okay yes yes <laughs> however however birmingham on the other hand in the city center i remember i remember just a story from one of my uh, friends who got chased around by a homeless guy begging for money and then i hear another story of um just general stabbings and gang crime there it's just for me if yeah, I ever there. set foot if I if I ever take a train from Leicester to Birmingham go step onto Birmingham New Street I will feel extremely unsafe as soon as I take the first step into Birmingham I will feel like I'm going to get oh no uh, no I'm going to go too far here now I'm going to stop myself but anyway Birmingham's just oh, really? a bad place I don't like it whatsoever and to be honest I do not really? want to go there the city centre quite quite cool to be fair. Don't get me wrong, the city centre is cool. However, it's not cool enough for me. So fuck um, Birmingham. Apparently, nightlife is good. I heard that. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually. I don't know. Apparently, nightclubs are like they playing good music and shit. That's a good, mm. a good ambience. To be, to be fair, I think, I think Birmingham, from what I have heard, is good, really good nightlife. Yeah. But it's just the the people that are the most problematic. I think, <laughs> at least, Burmies, <laughs> Brummies. No, it's... much love for all my bro- but my Burmies, 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 Burmies. Yeah, Burmies. Brummies, Brummies. Brummies. Brummies can fuck off. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, personally, Calm down, I'm audience. Calm down, audience. So anyway, moving, uh, moving, taking a train back to Leicester. Okay. Mm-hmm. So obviously, with respect to Leicester, when you, when you go into the city centre, what is it like for you setting foot first time in the city centre what was it like for you obviously being your first time ever very much here um, um it was a bit different but not not that much to be honest because it's quite the same I don't know it's like it's Europe like it's, it's the same country mm. basically we all live in the same way but mm. um Brexiteers would disagree very with that <laughs> what did you say Brexiteers would disagree with that, <laughs> but yeah, I digress. UK Carry on. Europe, like I'm in the Occident, if you if you prefer. Yes, yes, yes. But nevertheless, get, carry on. Yeah. So, 
I think Leicester is very diverse to be like I thought it was very diverse like because mm. in France we don't have a lot of Indian people Pakistanese people we say Pakistanese mm-hmm. Pakistani oh Pakistani yeah okay sorry mm-hmm. uh, so try. yeah Asian people a lot of Asian people Jamaican people oh, we, obviously France is very diverse as well but we have all the cultures in our country and in the UK there's all there's also other cultures so so yeah it was really rewarding it, to, yeah know, it was really good it, was it. that a culture shock for you coming to the UK was it just no it wasn't a culture all these shock different... it wasn't a culture shock I wouldn't say it was a culture shock but it was mm-hmm. I, I just was surprised but in a good way you know what I mean yes 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 I know exactly what you mean I wouldn't say it was a shock, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay. Because um, obviously I remember um, the, the the estate I live on is pretty much just obviously full of Asians. I, I don't know if I mentioned that already. I can't remember. Did I mention that? Uh, what? That you were living in Kobe? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> that in, in my estate in um, where I live in Leicester. Oh, But right now. The, okay. No. I don't know if I don't know if I mentioned that or not. <laughs> I I don't think you mentioned that. All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, I another thing about Leicester is that it's over a third of the population is Pakistani, Indian, Bengali descendants. So yeah. the kind of sub-Indian continent area. And then another I believe proportion are obviously Um, mixed and and black, obviously descent from Africa or the Caribbean. Yeah, but it's really diverse. And it's it's a, incredible. I love it's the entire I, world do. living there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I love it. I love it. We we also have, and it's also crazy. Um, going and back it was really to easy to to just to just being integrated, like in the exactly that everybody was different and from other countries and it it didn't really matter for for the city and that's mm. that's and even with you know with religion like because mm-hmm. it's also a thing like muslim people that are really well represented and they they seems to live mm-hmm. in really like um, i don't know people seems to be very tolerant about it but oh god yeah I I believe I definitely believe so. Like so that's to be that's honest, really mm, to be honest, there's always something. Um, there's always something new to learn about Leicester, whether if whether it be the people, culture, or even just discovering different places and, yeah. and sites and whatnot. So I want to go back to the uni for a second and about how diverse it was. It was. Oh, when yeah. when obviously we were starting to meet new people when we had both arrived in Leicester for the first time. I personally, for me, I didn't know, uh, I don't know of your perspective, but from my perspective, I found it absolutely insane how quickly I was to meet Italians, German, Spanish, yeah. Yeah. Canadians. I'm fucking believable. It was insane for me. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean, and I didn't expect it to be fair. No, were, were, were you 
expecting a small number of Erasmusen internationals? Mm, yeah, I wasn't expecting anything to be very honest. I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's see, let's see, just let's see. I don't, I didn't know. I really didn't know. And I was really surprised. But I think it's because we all didn't know that it was surprising. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. I think I, we I, I all think... didn't know and we created that thing like because we all wanted that things were going all right if that makes sense sorry if I <laughs> no 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 it's perfect it's perfect generally so so, so yeah well who, do, who did we meet first so actually no who did you meet first as in terms of um, the groups that we met because it was so diverse it was unbelievable i think it was ian a greek a greek man Ah, Ian. God damn. Yeah. Well, what? And then I, from I'm, I'm him and then from him, that's when you met the the rest. Yeah, and then we like we we just like we just know each other, and uh, and then we've we've met you, we've met everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened actually, like that. I don't remember exactly how that happened, but we just, it was just natural. Like it was easy. It was, just like a nat. It was just like a natural progression. Like yeah. for example, you meet someone and then you go on to a next stage in a way, yeah, exactly. a next we didn't sequence. Think about it, and that's that's what that's why that works so good. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then after that, from that point, we literally met, what, two, three times a week, all every week to drink for the next, yeah. what, 10, 10 to 12 weeks? <laughs> yeah. Give or take. <laughs> so it was, it was a hell of a good time, for sure. And because we were so busy as well, we didn't so have good. any, we, we didn't have anything else on our minds. Our minds were just yeah. clear and it was just a perfect environment just to learn new things about another person or, or, or whatnot. Yeah, it was but, crazy. I think. Oh, for but every, obviously... We did that and uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if it's the same for every cities in the UK or it's really common. Mm. But... I'm not too sure exactly, but obviously I know Leicester has a very good um, international reach between people between other yeah. universities obviously Strasbourg because they're sister cities aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're twins yes that's the one that's the one so um, obviously to the audience once more when um, you're doing an Erasmus program you can choose to either do uh, the entire year or only semester one or only yeah, semester yeah. two so you have a choice yeah. but obviously when you do Erasmus in the UK, when you're going abroad into Europe, uh, mm-hmm. you only have you can only do the whole year. It depends the flexibility on your course in university. So anyway, when me and Larice were obviously having a good time with all the other people that we knew, yeah. a lot of them had left, um, especially the yeah. Germans, the Germans and the Italians. A lot Italian. of them left by the and first Canadians semester. Well. Say again. I said Canadians as well. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. 
Damn it. Cannot forget about the Canadians. <laughs> Cannot forget. So anyway, um, they all had to leave. And then that left us in the second semester. <laughs> and then from there, the... Okay. As a step, as a stage by stage, semester yeah. one was what? Italians, Germans, French. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty much. And Canadians, of course. In the sem- second semester, we had French, Canadian, Spanish. Mainly Spanish. <laughs> Mainly Spanish. Mainly Spanish. Because there were like two integrated groups of internationals. And basically, once the people from the first semester left, we kind of merged into one group. Almost. And it was... We made it worth it. We made it absolutely worth it. (laughs) Yeah, man. I think we really enjoyed that time. And if I have just one advice to give to people is just enjoy from the beginning to the end, like, fully 100 percent 100 percent just enjoy it like oh but don't spend too happy to be there every day every second and yeah <laughs> best years of your life my nostalgia i don't know no no it's okay but yeah don't spend too much money either because otherwise you'll fuck yourself over just have fun enjoy but don't fuck yourself over like right. I did don't run out of okay. money within the first month of receiving your student finance <laughs> yeah. oh damn so um, oh yeah Louise, just to finish up this segment this topic of Erasmus International Students and other stuff we did talked about as well yeah if there was anything that you would have changed about Erasmus except obviously for COVID not happening what would it be <laughs> one thing to change um Mm. i don't know man Um, the um, oh yeah i will change like because you know when you do erasmus for two semesters so one year Mm -hmm. you can so they give you money and if you do it if you want to do it like for uh, another year like in your like to do it another another time you can't do Mm -hmm. it like you do, you can do it, but they won't give you the money. And I'm oh, like, okay. okay. Oh, ch- okay. I would, I would change that. <laughs> I'm okay. Okay, fair enough. Right. But otherwise, now, no. I think it's the. Uh, no, I think it's. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe like some. I don't know. Some, some people in France were working Erasmus to be more. I don't know. Professional <laughs> in their work. Oh, to give, to give the money at the time. <laughs> On time. Oh, no, I know. Oh, I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> but it's a problem related to France, not Erasmus, I think. Okay, so obviously we'll move on to the next topic so i want to go back to when i was in france with you and your group you i believe it was you and Amy that had suggested mm-hmm. to me to watch a friend a popular french film called la n which in english translates to um hate mm. yeah, so, yeah, anyway, yeah i've always been 
wondering about this film ever since I've been to France. And luckily, very luckily, with the absolute graciousness of our friend Noah, big shout out to her. <laughs> she, in Leicester, they, uh, um, they were viewing they were viewing yeah. Le N. Uh, obviously French film um, English subtitles and I watched mm-hmm. it and I have to say it is genuinely one of my personal favourite films because wow. because of its storyline and and its background as well it's it's incredible what, what, what do you think of that end obviously though we should not no. spoil too much in case of you or no. wish to no we won't we won't. No, nah, man, it's my, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Mm. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like the subject, the like. I think La La N is like, like everything which does a good movie for me. Oh, brilliant! In La N, like everything, everything. Like, I don't know. It is such a brilliant movie, though, but because it's also yeah, it, it's it's strange because. When was the film released? Was it 1995 or 1996? I'm not. Yeah. 1995. The thing is, obviously, coloured films had already released, had already been released by then, but the movie was in black and white. Do you know why? Yeah, it's a personal. Yeah, it's just a personal choice. Like. Oh really? Um, well, by the director. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. He didn't record with like old cameras or something like. It was a choice to to make it in oh like black oh that's impressive like i don't know i don't know i think he's i guess is for expressing like a kind of mm. like a i don't know like um there's no color there's no because the life there yeah it's kind of in 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 i don't know in the like, cité yeah, in the city, like in the, <laughs> in the hood. Because, well, from I don't from know. what I understand, obviously, I, I would love to talk about the background of La N. And basically, mm-hmm. obviously, it is mainly based in the city and obviously within um, kind of kind of the centre of Paris in one of the arrondissements. So anyway. No, it's not the centre. Mistake. It's not the centre of Paris. Okay, but like somewhere near. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, obviously in the city, life is dull, grey. Imagine for the UK audiences, mm-hmm. imagine it being something like, oh, East London compared to, oh no, it, no. Imagine something like the suburbs of Birmingham and something like Saint Denis. Obviously, the two are not compa- that comparable. I know, I know, because Saint Denis. Is I don't is know. worse, I think. But anyway, yeah, worse, but I don't think. But any, I, I don't know. Mm. I, well, but anyway, for me, I believe that obviously life in the city is really difficult, quite difficult because things are underfunded. Everything, when when it comes to, I think when it comes to Paris. And when the governments and the local governments have become, obviously, they fund things for transport and whatnot. 
I think everything kind of floods into the center, whereas the people in the city, they're not left with nothing, but they're left with just not a good life, essentially. And this, mm-hmm. obviously, people are less educated um, around the cities, and there's not much opportunity for work. There's not much opportunity for pretty much anything to just to get out of the city. So he just talks about poverty, man. pretty much, pretty much. And the basis yeah. for Latin is that's why it's universal, exactly. And that's why I think Latin is great because it's so relatable mm-hmm. for the people living in the city. Because there are a lot of gangs, there are a lot of, a lot of, quite a lot of uh, petty crime. There's a lot of, it, it's just so yeah. relatable. Hey, the Pardon? He talks about. It, but I, I mean, like the movie doesn't talk about uh, about. No, no, no. What I was saying. No, 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 no. Because talk about because it's gangs, you know. No, no, that's it's not a gang movie. No, no, no. That's true. That's true. But I, because it focuses more of a character plot, doesn't it? Yeah, and more like um, the fact that in in that kind of places you're always bored and mm. you don't know what to do every day. And you're, yeah, you just know you don't know what to do. You're stuck. I don't know, like, and you try to do something with your friends, and yeah, you're stuck to your. And the movie talks about that mm-hmm. more than anything. It, it talks about riots as well. It talks about police issues. Yep. But he mainly talks about the fact that you're bored every day. You don't have, you don't have anything to do. Exactly. When you're young, when you're young, when you're a young man, like he talks about, mm-hmm. that. He talks about free, and like they don't know what to do basically. So they go to Paris, and they don't know what to do to Paris in Paris, and they get, and they got troubles and shit. So yeah, he talks about that basically. Mm. Okay, okay, because um, when I watched it, I thought it was a, I thought it was almost a masterpiece, and when I mean almost. I felt like there yeah. obviously could have been um, things maybe a little bit better here and there. I don't exactly know what they are, but I just know there could be obviously some improvements. But obviously, one big issue is police brutality, especially against... Um, mm. Because the three characters in the film, one of them's Arab, um, one's black yeah. and one's Jewish. So there's a lot of diversity as well. Mm-hmm. And basically, it just it's just I think a lot of minority groups, especially in regards to police brutality, are quite targeted, especially when they go to Paris. If that makes sense, yeah. They, they, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene. So it's it, it's very police brutality is that especially I think it sets because I. It's really- because I think sorry no worries because I think the beginning of the film sets the tone when they show a compilation of riots yeah yeah with the Bob Marley song Uh, I don't think it's Bob Marley actually oh it's Bob Marley man I'm pretty sure I don't know but either way but either way and obviously you have the famous quote from the movie I don't know Jusqu'ici tu va bien so far so good oh 
So it, it's it's a hell of a movie for me. Hell of a movie for me. Is there any um, personal favorites, other personal favorite movies that you'd like to talk about? So yeah, sorry. Um, to the audience, watch La N. P- brilliant film. <laughs> oh yeah, watch it with English subtitles too. There's available on YouTube. Carry on, Louis. Louis. I don't know. Like, another movie. Mm-hmm. Another good movie. Um, I really don't know. Like, <laughs> I got no clue. What, what about genre? What about <laughs> genres-wise? Is there a particular genre that you're drawn to? What did you say? Are there any what, what, Are there uh, any particular genres that you're interested into or that you're attracted to? No, no. I'm open to everything. Mm. Actually, a... I don't know about. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. A movie right now, but for me, I think oh. that um... I got a movie in my head. Say again. You got a movie in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a movie that you reckon I'd know? What? Do you reckon it's a movie that you reckon I would know? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Go ahead, spill the beans. Um, man, I forgot right now. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. I'm sorry. It's okay. So anyway. No, um, I- a good movie, a good movie, a good movie. Um, oh shit, I, I got no clue, man. I'm so. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. So when it comes from me and genres, I don't really like watching many films or TV series, no matter what platform they're on. Either if it's in the cinema, even if it's a new film, I, I, Not really. I, I don't. I like going to the cinema, but I don't at the same time, and I don't know why. I don't really like watching Netflix. I don't really like watching Amazon Prime. I don't like watching on just any other device unless I've watched it before. Because I don't know if you've ever heard of a film called The Captain or Der Hauptstadt in German. It was on Netflix. It's um it's a it's a war movie. Yo, you there? Loris! I think he's lost the movie. I think he's struggling so much what he's trying to think about. It's just frozen. No. Oh, you're alive. No. Oh, can you hear yeah. me? <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you. What happened there? Damn, man. I don't know, man. Oh, okay. Okay, what well, well, I was saying. Okay, so have you... Oh, a good movie, yeah. I said watch Interstellar. Interstellar. I've actually... Because I got a good movie I right actually, now, I yeah. actually have not seen Interstellar yet. <laughs> I have not watched it. But I want to watch it. I need to watch it. Really? Yeah. You never watch Interstellar? No. <laughs> I need to. People keep telling me. Oh, oh it's man. like, oh. Every time, every time when I said to someone last year, I was like... You know, I'm doing physics. It's like, oh, um, have you? Um, and, when, and then when I mentioned uh, as I wanted to do relativity, black holes, quantum physics, I'm like, they said to me, oh, of have course. you have you watched Interstellar? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 
So yeah, tell tell me. What... Yeah, but it's okay. But you should watch it. I think you will love it. But tell tell me like why I should watch it. What was so appealing to it? Obviously, except the black hole. That's the only real reason I want to watch it. I just I don't know, man. The acting, Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. Anna Tawai, they're all amazing in that movie. And I don't know, like the I don't know, man. It's a Nolan's movie. It's Christopher Nolan. I don't know. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I know what, what to you say mean. about this movie. The story is good. Like the um, it's it's about like a future, like a a quite shitty future mm-hmm. in which humans needs to <laughs> needs to fuck away. Basically, <laughs> basically colonize other planets, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And. It talks about it. It also talks about a relationship between a father and and his daughter, and it's really oh, okay. nah, so good. God so damn! Because the thing is, I don't know when to watch it. I might watch it tomorrow. You know, why not? Yeah. Because yeah, it it's al- it's always been on my bucket list to watch it. Well, bucket list of films at least. But I promise you, you won't regret to watch <laughs> it. You won't. It's tomorrow. I, I'm I, I take your word upon that because I was watching a film earlier that um, do you remember do you, do you know Marco is, is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah he basically recommended me a film called it's Italian film called Sulla Mia Bella it's called in, in English it's under uh, no on my skin and okay basically I don't know it um, not many people have, but it's on Netflix, uh, on England Netflix, English Netflix, British Netflix, UK Netflix. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, um, what happens is, is there is this drug dealer. He gets caught for he gets caught for dealing, and obviously in Italy. You have um, two types of police. You have the normal polizia, which is just normal police, like in the UK or France. And then you have the carabinieri. The carabinieri is like your equivalent to the gendarmerie. Okay, okay. It's like more in the countryside. In, 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 um, not quite, but both in cities and in countryside. So it depends. Okay. So anyway, um, the carabinieri he sees this person um selling selling drugs basically and he obviously gets arrested and so does his friend and basically what happens is he's be he got beaten beaten by the carabinieri both in plain clothes and what makes it interesting and then basically what happens in the end he um, something basically tragically happens to him so in the end what made this film incredibly special was obviously this was the one of the um, first instances of proper police brutality in Italy and what happens is after this film was released because the thing is when this film was released nobody knew who the carabinieri that beat him no, nobody knew who was the, who were the people that beat him 
within a Carabinieri. Mm. So once this film had been opened, sorry, that had been released, sorry, um, the the former Carabinieri police, uh, police officer actually came out and said oh, it really? was me. Oh, really? Because the guy, I'm assuming... Damn. Had felt so much goddamn guilt for what he did for, for beating someone and then eventually killing him which was sorry which the injuries had caused him to kill him and okay. and this was this was so the i can't i don't know when the film was released which i think it was only a couple of years ago i i believe and oh, it's new yeah it's relatively new and but the thing was this this event happened 2008 or 2009 and basically um they the italians are not going to charge him um for what he did because it's a very old case basically well they consider it really? to be an old case yes yeah but <laughs> it's not related well, I don't know. The, the, well, to be fair, when you know he came out and said it, it was me that did it, you know. Yeah, but he needs to be punished for what he did. I know, I know, but the Italian justice system is not a joke. punished, but he needs to be judged at least. You know what I mean? Mm, which leads to punishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. But so I yeah, I, to say I judge then punish. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I found it an incredibly moving film. And thank you, Marco, if you're listening, for recommending that film. It was a great one. It really was a great film. Um, so the film is called. <laughs> so the film is called for the audience "Sulla Mia Pella" or "On My Skin." Just type into Netflix. Give that a watch. Is there is there any other any other films that you recommend, or that you would want to watch? I don't know. All Scarsis movies. You can watch all Scarsis movies easily. Oh, well, Tarantino movies. Masterpieces. Uh, yeah, all of them. You can watch all of them. Mm. Um, because I don't know. Xavier Dolan. Xavier Dolan's a really good director. Oh, okay. He, 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 he directed the movie Mummy. I don't know if you know Mummy. Oh, it's wait. A it's a it... good movie. Wait! Holy shit! Wait, is it the actual like mummy movies from ages ago, like years ago? Um, yeah, years ago, boys. It was like I think it was 2013, maybe. I yeah, think yeah, seven I years ago. Those films were so good. I remember watching them with. Yeah, I remember just good. sitting down it's watching Quebec, them with my mum. Oh, they were great. Yeah. It's Quebec, oh. it's Canadian. Man. I forgot how many films <laughs> were there of Mummy. Sorry, how do you know how many films there were with Mummy? Because I know there were multiple of them. Mm, no, man, it's just one movie called Mummy. No, I swear there's multiple. I don't know. No, man, I don't think we talk about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. A Quebec movie, a Canadian movie called Mummy. And it talks about like a relationship between a mother and her son. Oh, okay. Pretty good. Oh, you damn. Right? Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> okay, so there's one. We'll say again. You should watch that movie. It's directed by Xavier Dolan. Wait, what was it called again? Is, is it Mummy? Yeah, Mummy. Okay, like by mummy. who? What was his name? Director. By Xavier Dolan. Xavier Dolan. Xavier. Xavier. Do you know that name? Xavier. Oh, we, we say uh, Xavier. Xavier? <laughs> yes. Xavier Dolan. Yeah, Xavier. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's pretty Sorry. much... Oh, there's one more film that I would love to mention, actually. I can't remember exactly what it's called. I believe it's called America History X. Oh, yeah, with uh, Edward Norton. Yes, yes. I. Yeah. It's another book. It's another um, film that Marco, uh, I believe, and Jensen and Dom had recommended to me. That's a really good uh, movie. And I would love to watch it because it sounded so interesting. Oh, you yeah. didn't? You never watched it? No. <laughs> I, oh. I told you, I don't watch many films or series. Oh, yeah, man. That's all about you. I would love to be to be you right now. Like, oh. to discover all movies. Because American History X is very good movie, to be honest. Like, it's really... I don't know. It's, it's, mm. it's so impacting. From, from what I understand it, is this Nazi, basically a neo-Nazi in America, gets arrested. And basically his younger brother starts to get involved with neo-Nazism. And yeah. the older brother realizes that it's completely unhealthy for, you know, someone to have that mindset. And yeah. tries to convince wait, wait. his younger brother. Huh? Yeah, and he realized yeah. that when he comes back from prison. Exactly, exactly. Mm. How long is he in prison for? I don't know. I don't know, but he, he does a certain time. As a, a certain time there, that's all I, what I know. Bloody hell! So yeah, that that's Terrible. definitely a film that I would very want to see, very much want to see, without a doubt. Oh god yeah, damn! Man. I need to see that shit. There's so shocking scenes. <laughs> God so damn. racist. <laughs> so, oh, I love at the too. moment. I won't spoil you, but at the moment there's a debate between the the guys you mentioned, like the the Nazi and mm -hmm. a Jewish guy, and it's so rude, man. Like it's like it's crazy. What the hell? It's it's crazy. So, sometimes it's the truth. Like that's how the things happen. Like mm. that's that's what that's this fucking Nazis does today. Do, do, do you ever think how actors can be so good at their jobs that they pretty much perfect it? Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, for example, yeah. you know, it's, it's not easy acting as a Nazi and being, you know, obviously... It's crazy. I'm, uh, I'm, ass I'm assuming that a person will be uncomfortable with Say again, no, sorry. I, I, no, I just said like Edward Norton was, is a very, very good actor. So, mm. but of course, like, as you said, like, I think it's really uncomfortable to, to play fucking Nazi, like to act like it. <laughs> it's crazy. As a, as a, as a really racist guy. 
It's unbelievable. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised sometimes how good actors are. It really baffles me, because obviously, some actors, obviously, they, some actors have a, a certain personality which only can fit into certain character roles. Whereas something like that, maybe in American History X, is incredible. For obviously, you could literally act out as anything and. It, those are the best type both both are good but more so of that you can pretty much act anything including being a ra- completely racist Nazi it's beyond me yeah. how well they can perform yeah and another movie uh, where in which the acting is really really good and really important to mm-hmm. the movie himself, like itself um, it's a movie with Edward Norton as well mm-hmm. of course called Birdman. Birdman. As well. oh, I've, heard of, I've heard of this, I think. It's really, really good movie. It's crazy. So, so it wait, so... About... Okay, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it talks about Fiat piece and like in in Broadway, you know, in New York. Oh, okay. Broadway is in New York, right? <laughs> wait, wait, say again. Broadway is in New York, right? Drugs. Maybe I'm wrong. In in new Bro- york broadway broadway oh broadway okay gotcha <laughs> sorry it's okay don't worry <laughs> so yeah he talks about it and then it's a bit like a um a science fiction but mm-hmm. no it's very really good it's very really good you oh, should wow. watch it i definitely should definitely should so okay so in total finishing off this topic what have we discussed mm. today so we've discussed La N Interstellar Sulla Mia Bella um mm. American Birdman, History X yeah American History X and Mummy yeah, yeah. yes Mummy yeah Mummy those Mummy. are definitely the ones that the audience should watch and- or have watched by now hmm <laughs> I think I, I think I would add I just would add mm-hmm. Glorious Bastard <laughs> Yes Yes uh, Please I, I would have The Wolf of Wall Street Of Wall mm-hmm. Street Fuck my English is terrible I'm very, I'm so sorry but... <laughs> Don't worry It's fine um, So Wolf of Wall Street Wolf of Wall Street And And yeah that's it no, oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Go watch those films. To the audience, watch those films. If you haven't, then go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah, basically. If you want, uh, just, just watch. No, just watch them. Just watch them. They're, they're absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. going on to the final, final topic of today. Mm. La France. <laughs> France. So, yeah. um, I want to explain my first time in France, which has obviously come to visit you. And so, it would be long if we talk about France. Say again. It would be long if we talk about France. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. France. So, I will try to. 
try to simplify everything if we can. <laughs> Thanks okay. to, to finish my sentence. Okay, so, donk. Louise had suggested that I come visit France because obviously lock coronavirus were, cases were decreasing over time. So I thought, fuck it, why not? So I booked yes. uh, three trains. Three, no, I booked five trains and a bus. <laughs> no, six trains and a bus to get from yeah. Corby to Strasbourg and then back again to um, Corby. So anyway, what then happens is obviously it was my first time going on the TGVs as well, the high speed trains, Eurostar, the very from London, St. Pancras to Paris Gardenard. That was my very first time going on a high speed train. Very high speed train. And I thought it was unbelievable. I absolutely was thrilled all the time, <laughs> including when I went on the TGV as well. Yeah. So um Anyway, first difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I first obviously um, arrived into Paris, into Gardenau. I was unfortunately only spending one hour between uh, one hour in Paris to walk from mm. Paris Gardenau to Paris Garde l'Est. And perfect accent. Merci, merci. So anyway. <sighs> When I was walking, I looked at Paris. Lur- okay, Larisse had warned me about rats. And I thought, fuck, <laughs> I don't like rats, first of all. Secondly, a lot of rats in Paris. I- <laughs> God damn it. I, I remember, oh, I, think, I think I've seen, I've definitely seen a couple of when I was there. And I wasn't even there. There's, there's as more rats in Paris than there is in London. There is squirrels in London, I think. Yes, yes. Basic tree rats, basically. <laughs> so anyway, when uh, I thought the architect- architecture was absolutely beautiful, don't get me wrong, I loved it um, when I was there. Obviously, being a city and obviously being Paris, the people just looked cold people just look uh, no, 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 just busy just busy and yeah. there was one there was one culture shock that I kind of had when I was at Gartelest I had never <laughs> uh, honestly in my life I had and this is not being racist at all by the way um, it's just from my perspective <laughs> okay. Okay. I had never seen so many black people in one place in my life like all yeah. kind of, like around me because it, because especially being obviously Paris is very incredibly diverse. Obviously, you've got yeah, but that place actually is what? really really diverse. Mm, what what the, the area of Gardelest? Yeah, the north, the north of Paris, basically. Oh right, okay. Because those two those two train stations they're located in the north of Paris. Yes. So yes. Are they are they mainly because where, I know. Because I know each uh, arrondissement has m- like a majority <laughs> group, if that makes sense. A majority minority group, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. Like, is, is it true that the north is kind of black orientated, and then the south is more Arab and maybe Asian mm. as well? 
if that makes sense yeah yeah it makes sense a bit but i would say that it's more like there's everyone everywhere i think oh yeah without a doubt but i'm i'm talking about like um the large major large minority groups if that makes sense i don't yeah maybe maybe you're right i don't know i'm not i'm not living in paris to be honest i, I will but yeah that's true that in the south there's a lot of asian people and in mm -hmm. the north okay. uh, a bit more a bit more black people but there's also arabic people in the north there's oh, right, this okay. place like really like it's basically <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's oh, not okay. even friends <laughs> <laughs> okay so um then obviously when i was a guard left i got stopped by a police guy a policeman it wasn't it wasn't no. paul by the way um and but told me to put my mask on which <laughs> i've forgotten to so anyway i was taking the the, TG, the high speed tgv train the proper ones um which was yeah. i think i think it was going from guard to freiburg Freiburg, I'm pretty sure it was going to, but it stopped in Strasbourg. Oh. So anyway, Turkey, we were going 315 kilometers per hour, too fast for my pretty <laughs> pace. So anyway, <laughs> then you meet me on the platform, said hello, how are you doing? Let's go to Arthur's. As we were walking through the center, though, two things had happened. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> One. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Okay, we are gonna talk about that. Okay. Let's yeah. Go. One. Let's talk there, was, about there was just there was also a random homeless guy just laying on the floor, just laying in the middle, <laughs> not not even on the side, Welcome. in the middle. And then. Le... Bienvenue, uh, Alex. Bienvenue, yeah. France. Yes, merci, merci. So don't forget, this is five. This is about <laughs> ten minutes after I got off the train at Strasbourg. And Luris, can you explain the guy, that 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 racist guy? Oh, so basically, we just went through the center, and that was <laughs> that was the guy <laughs> was shouting in the street. We was shouting, just shouting. Mm. Just shouting, like no one. He was just shouting. He was just shouting to just the street. Yeah. And what was he shouting? Sorry. And what was he shouting? <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, like very racist things. <laughs> like, just, just like yeah fucking migrants just come back in your country if you're not happy here like basically and wasn't shit and wasn't it like <sighs> jesus christ but i felt uh this guy was shouting was shouting that shit in the street like but, yeah, i think most i think a lot of people were just laughing at him yeah they were laughing can you fucking ridiculous so anyway um i felt and then when i arrived in france i felt a little bit um not out of place but i didn't i couldn't speak obviously that much french um <laughs> to fully understand the person but i can just say uh bonjour 
Merci. Tout à fait. That's pretty much. Merci, s'il vous plaît. Um, J'arrivais il y a 10 minutes. I don't know. 10 minutes. So anyway. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> so anyway. Then we stayed at our friend Arthur's place, or Arthur. And yeah, the next day we went camping. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did that. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Camp. We went in, went into Germany. Went camping. Then the next few. Then the next few days we just chilled at yours. We were so hungover the next day after camping. We just did nothing. Yeah, it was during summer as well. It was really hot. Oh, oh no, the heat. You cannot. Oh my. It was during the heat. Okay, folks. When I arrived in Paris, it was 34 degrees. <laughs> when I was When I was in the French countryside with Lloris, it was 36, maybe 37 degrees. Yeah, it was When hot, I man. left France, it was 34 degrees. And two days before the UK imposed 14-day quarantine in <laughs> oh, yeah, France. Lucky. You were so lucky, man. You got so lucky. Oh, man. that that That's literally... A, it's such a dub. And absolutely, oh, it's like the biggest dub yeah, I've right. ever had in my I life. Think, I swear to God. I think you're blessed, man. <laughs> <laughs> just three, about, just, just about. Just three days more, and mm -hmm. being crunk. I would have right? been fucked. Yeah, man. Mm. So, yeah, after obviously just chilling around, going to Strasbourg once more, and then I stayed a night in Paris. I have seen the Eiffel Tower, Musée du Louvre, well, the outside at least. Like a proper um, tourist. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> Paul and Amy. Like me in London. Oh yeah, we ate. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Oh yeah, we also, I tried French tacos for the first time as well. Oh man, that's disgusting, man. I hate those shit. What? Yeah, I hate it. Why? Nah, man. Nah, come on, come on. <laughs> Pourquoi? Why? Why do you hate them? I think it's disgusting. Like, like, just put everything in something. Like, nah, 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 nah. It doesn't make sense, man. It's disgusting. It does make sense. You just stuff it into one thing, and then bro, it's just bro, you have bro. all different flavors. Nah. There was one. There was one. There was one mistake that I yeah, put though. Because you. There was one mistake that I did. It's because you're English and you like disgusting shit and you like to mix everything oh yeah 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 <laughs> fuck off you like to mix everything like you think like oh that thing is good that thing is good that thing is good so we can mix them together and they will be good no well, so it you... doesn't work like that oh so you, so you just separate everything basically no but no i'm not saying that but i i, I think that there's <laughs> some things that need that they made they made to be mixed and other things none basically well it was so french so you think that french taco should be a thing it should be only spanish and that's it yeah yeah i think <laughs> now french taco ah, that was still, that was... complete disgrace man i don't like that shit Fuck off! It was nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. Paul enjoyed it. Amy enjoyed it. Yeah, I, think, I know. I know. I know. The majority of French people <laughs> love that shit, but fuck them. You, you, <laughs> fuck the entire French population. Fuck them. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Now, there's also a lot of people who there's, doesn't like that shit. There's, there's people who got good sense, you know? Mm. Mm. But what I, one of my, actually, do you know what, actually what was one of my uh, personal favorites of France? No, tell me. Your, your mother's meals. They were <laughs> amazing every time. I will tell her. I will tell her. Wait, say again. I will tell her. Please do, please do, because I had obviously never tried like homemade French stuff, and it was just uh, a a very unique experience. Like, for, okay, the hear me sausage. out. When you the stuffed tomatoes, please, pardon. Remember the stuffed tomatoes. The stuffed... Oh. Well, I, I had stuffed peppers because I don't like uh, yeah. tomatoes. Stuffed peppers. But, but nevertheless, the, there there is something about when you go into a country mm-hmm. and then you have proper homemade meals, yeah. proper, I don't know, French, Italian, Spanish, um, Argentinian meals, for example, yeah. like proper made, homemade. Yeah. It's unreal. It's the best. It's, a, because, it's the best. Exactly. The best because, you could find. <laughs> exactly precisely that precisely that so yeah I, I for me I enjoyed France a lot a lot and merci Loris I'm glad man no you're welcome man oh damn right. I'm just curious what, what is your your what sorry just come back whenever you want I said yes I shall I definitely will <laughs> guaranteed yeah I want to go back, but um, what was gonna say what, what what is your favorite? What's your favorite things and worst things about France, except French tacos, Whoa. of course. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. it's a tough question. <laughs> Deep question. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, okay, let me think about it. <laughs> okay, okay. The worst thing, I think, the worst thing about France is racist people. Because there's actually a lot. Oh uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. without a doubt. More than racist people, I would say, just stupid people. Because <laughs> they are—they're not just racist. They're stupid. So mm-hmm. Men who don't respect women as well. That's there's a. Oh, like very. What you mean? Uh, is it very traditional in some places? Maybe. Maybe, but it's uh, an education issue as well. I think we right, educate okay. men, like, in order to they respect women. Basically, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Especially in France, I think it's like mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I noticed it when I when I went to the UK because I I've seen that a, a girl could walk down the street like wearing a everything she wants and yeah exactly she wouldn't be she wouldn't be bothered for that and in france uh a girl wears a skirt and directly she gets annoyed in the second man by uh, every man she met like it's crazy it's unbelievable like that oh, in france is a big big issue i think that's a bitch uh, and yeah i don't know and the best thing about mm. france <laughs> the best thing about French nah. music I like French music 
Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I need I need to mention this actually. Just literally as soon as you mention the music, yeah. I um I I took some songs out of your playlist. Yeah. Playlists. I had a look, and I have to admit I am thoroughly enjoying them. Even the rap ones. Yeah. Freeze Collion. Freeze Collion. That's a good one. Shout out, shout out, Freeze Collion. Equipe, equipe. Equipe. <laughs> equipe. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I like his songs. Though. I did, but... I like his songs. Oh, yeah. No, no. French rap is very good. Um, French rap, really diverse, very good. And mm. the music, I would say, the entire French culture, to be, uh, to be honest. I think we got a really good culture, a really, really good music. Yeah. Um, good paintings as well. Back in, mm-hmm. not now. It's not really actual, but yeah. But either way, it's still a yeah, part yeah. of the culture, um, so to speak. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, music. Um, yeah, the culture is unbelievable. The history, the history is unbelievable. Mm. The I don't know. We got all landscapes. We got all landscapes. We got the oh, sea, the landscapes the are nice. We got, but we got everything. You know what I mean? Like we got, we got the cold. We got the hot. We got the mountain. We got, we got the sea. Yeah. We got everything. All types of landscape, and I think it's a really, like it's so rewarding to, I don't know, to have all that landscapes in the country. It's impressive. It's it really is impressive, like how much. Because obviously, when people visit, when when obviously, say people say when they had visited France, it's like where in France? Because when obviously, when you're visiting France, say once, you're only visiting a very small part of what mm. could you could actually see. Like you have the you have Les Alpes, the Pyrenees, the southern coast, the Côte d'Azur. Yeah, obviously. Il- in de France, you have Brittany as well, yeah. which is um, which is actually they have their own Celtic language that's similar to Irish. In fact, yeah, it's like the it's like the UK but in France, basically. Ba- <laughs> and basically they got good food. Basically, so, they got good food though. Really? Oh, really? Brit the Bre- Bretons have good food. Oh, fucking hell! But every part of France, man, every part of France have good food, and Brittany, like Long. especially, yeah, of course. <laughs> Oh damn! That's, that's interesting. You know that the crepe. You know the crepe. That descended from there. Yeah, of course, man. The creeps. You know the really. You know how you call? I have no idea. Oh yeah, man. It's from there. It's from there. <laughs> Trust me. Fuck. You know that that's black and white flag. You don't. You don't know that flag. Like that black. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a black and white yeah. striped flag, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like the US flag, but it's not like this. But it, it looks like. A, bit like the US flag but yeah that's a oh right okay there's some there's, oh, that's not I know there's some shops in London that are actually Brittany people who open there and they do crabs and shit you know well, in in London yeah in London yeah in Camden Town I know that oh. in Camden Town if you go to Camden Town you, you will find it oh damn wow. I'm actually thinking about going down to London soon actually might take a quick okay. Visit. You can crepes. <laughs> crepe. Fuck it. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? It'd be great. 
Now it's from a there. dump. And there's okay. Also, and there's also a very good point about friends: the food, obviously. <laughs> the food, uh, the food, like the whole different types of food is just and um, for another entire podcast. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I think France and Italy got the best food in the world. France and Italy. Yeah, France, Italy. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Nah, man. And they, we got that culture of the gastronomy, you know? You know what I mean? Like, because. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the cuisine, you know, like the. I don't know if you get me. Like, we got that culture of, like, eating is not just eating. You know what I mean? Like, it's a whole. No, group. yes. You got. You got to eat with a certain wine. You got to eat with bread. You got to eat with. It's really. It's a serious business. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're not just eating. Like, I treat it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. But I think you you notice it, like, when you when you try to. When when we knew each other, like, we've met and chipped with other French people, mm. other Italians as well. Goddamn. Food was always a debate on who was the best. <laughs> yeah, this is something about France as well. Like we eat, and when we eat, we talk about the food. That's a that's a French thing. Like, <laughs> that's that's a very French thing. Like we eat, and while we eat, like we talk about food. <laughs> Just... Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh yeah, and and every single meal, there's a baguette in the middle of the table. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, man. Always. <laughs> Toujours. Okay. Should we leave the podcast as it is? Of course, I don't know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right. Thank you guys for listening to this third episode of the podcast. Cheers, I really hope you've enjoyed it. And obviously, a thank you from Luris as well. Luris, do you have any last words you wish to say to the audience? I don't know. Stay safe and uh, love each other. It's important. And don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. And but remain. No. <laughs> oh, and watch those films that we recommended you as well. Don't be a fucking racist. That's my last advice. <laughs> don't be a fucking. Don't vote. Oh, don't vote. I'm gonna put that. As d- don't vote for Boris Johnson. <laughs> and if you did, you're a fucking disgrace. Congratulations. Agreed. Agreed. Well, we're gonna we're gonna leave it there as a bombshell. Thank you ever so much for what for listening, and we will see you soon. Ciao. See you guys.